Proud to announce our new sponsorship with anothergreatadventure.com, the official travel agency of Annie Up Consulting. Let me tell you all about anothergreatadventure.com. It's your premier site for traveling. They have cruises, luxury travel, food and wine tours, event tickets, and more. Uh, this is the place you want to go. For all my sporting event fans, you want to go to the World Cup? How about this season's Super Bowl, the Masters, the Final Four, World Series, Kentucky Derby, anything you want, anothergreatadventure.com can get you there. You all should check them out, especially now for their Black Friday sales. Call them now, 813-575-8770. Get everything you need as the travel season picks up. So it's time to pack your bags and travel with anothergreatadventure.com. Morning. Welcome back to another episode of What's the Line Monday Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, here with Mike and Marky P. P, kick us off with a recap of last night's battle between the NFC East of the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles defeat the Cowboys 26 to 17 in Philadelphia. Um, the Eagles cover the six and a half point spread. Um, this game, you know, started out as pretty, you know, one side of the Eagles leading 20 to 3 at the halftime. But um, the Cowboys outscored the Eagles 14-6 in the second half of the game. Um, it got a little interesting late, but um, the Eagles respond with a, you know, pretty good drive to, um, you know, settle out the game. Uh, I mean, this game was, you know, something's got to give game. Cowboys were 8-0 against the spread in the division since last year, while the Eagles uh, were 4-0 against the spread as home favorites. Under the head coach Nick Sirianni, now five and zero as home faves under Sirianni. Good game overall, um, but I mean this, you know this this the Eagles team is just something special right now. Last undefeated team, six and zero. Now the questions are gonna gonna start coming up. Will can they go undefeated? Um, and I, that remains to be uh, answered. But uh, I was on the Eagles minus six. Um, so that cashes and Mike Curry, let me know what you thought about the game. My thoughts on the Sunday night game were, you know, rush hour is over. You know, before I go in and, you know, uh, talk about the Eagles and talk about the Cowboys, you know, finally losing under Cooper Rush. I want to I want to shout him out and give him his flowers, man. You know, as a backup quarterback, I felt he was more than exceptional. You know, I know that. The, the team was pretty much led by the defense and the run game, you know, during that win streak. But, you know, he did what a backup quarterback needed to do. Um, but when you're consistently catching points and or just laying a short figure, you know, it has to come to an end at some point. It's just unsustainable. I don't care who you are. You know what I'm saying? When you're a backup quarterback, it's just, you know, you know, time runs out, you know, streaks in and, you know, he doesn't win and he doesn't cover. Uh, for the Eagles, I want to shout out to them. Obviously, they covered the six and a half. Uh, they won and they did their thing. I do have a few concerns with them, you know, as their offense once again stalled. I know they had an explosive second quarter, but it kind of stalled. And I don't know. I just felt like they haven't played a complete game. I know, obviously, they're 6-0. and oh. You're like, what are you talking about, Mike? But if you look... Um, 
in the in the in the quarter column for each of their games, they haven't played a complete game. But I think they'll, you know, eventually get that on track. But I mean, they're six and zero, so who am I to judge? In the early window, the Giants defeated the Baltimore Ravens 24-20. Giants cover the five and a half point spread and are now five and zero at the spread as an underdog under head coach Brian Dabble. The Ravens are 12-8-1 at the spread as a road favorite since 2019. Mike, give us your input on this game. I didn't even want to hold y'all. I'm sick and tired of talking about the Ravens. Um, <laughs> it's the same story literally every week that we talk about the Ravens. They play two or three quarters of football. And I'm just tired of talking about it. But uh, he's probably going to mention this, man, that the fives and the fives and the halves on the road, they just don't cover. And they just don't. But the Ravens, they got to figure out how to complete four quarters of football. Um, but shout out to Brian Dable. Um, he got the Giants um, exceeding expectations just by leaps and bounds. I, I didn't expect this from the Giants. I expect another down year, but uh, they're currently five and one. So, you know, shout out to the G-men. Yeah, for me, um, I just thought about this game. Like Mike like said, like, listen, we're here. This is pretty sharp shit. That five and when you land five to five and a half on a row, you know, even though those teams look like they're going to win and should not, I don't know. They those that number just does not cover on the road. We saw it last week with the Eagles. We saw week one with the Eagles. We saw it um, with the uh, the Chiefs against the Colts a few weeks ago. That number just um, that mean. Raiders Cardinals game. Raiders Cardinals. Yes, yeah, some, there's something about that number, but um, yeah, they don't. They, the Baltimore Ravens are not playing complete football here. Um, they're not covering spreads either. Even though, even though they won last week, didn't cover. Um, Lamar Jackson missed a, a few throws. And it's just like, those are the type of throws. One was for a touchdown to, to Mandrews, who went off today for 106 yards, seven receptions. Um, they were able to run the ball. It's just like, you you know, the defense gave up seven, you know, 14 points in the fourth quarter. That's pretty tough, so... Um, yeah, I mean, Ravens, I expect them to still do well um, long-term, but right now, this is not a good spot for them. All right. The second game, we had an AFC potential playoff picture between the Chiefs and the Bills. Bills won 24-20 and covered the two-and-a-half-point spread. The Bills are now 30-21-4 at the spread after a win under head coach Sean McDermott. The Chiefs are now 29-29 at the spread after a home win in 2018. P, you want to kick us off with this? Um, yeah, I mean, this was definitely an interesting game. So much that my mom texted me about it and was like, Whoa, this is a good game. This is a lot of wows. Best game. Um, at, at first, it seemed a little slow, right? It seemed like it was like three nothing for a while. And um, then, right between, um, right before the end of that first half, but I was kind of got it going. Always kind of mentioned the middle eight coming to green first. That's the last four minutes of the second quarter. First like they literally had the their way. Quarter. Um, I saw clips of Sauce Gardner locking dudes that, up. Uh, that battle there. Um, Brees that Hall, the rookie, and, been very um, impressive. You know, he had a nice game. It's like they just did what hit, they needed uh, to do, Gabe and Davis, they, they literally uh, just shut down Aaron Rodgers in this offense. Um, so I'm going to go with best game plan. I'm marking with the Jets. this game was Yeah, for me, best game plan. I would take the Pittsburgh Steelers playoff. Um, you know, they were catching ten points at home. We saw how embarrassed they got against the Bills last week. Um, and I mentioned earlier on the meticulous Twitter spaces, um, you know, teams that um, lose about 20-plus points that are home dogs the next week are pretty profitable over the last 20 years. So I'll have to get my best game plan. The Pittsburgh Steelers holding Tampa Bay to only 18 points. So 
That's my, that's where it goes for me. Um, what about you, Jordan? I think I'm going to give it to Brian Dowell on the Giants. Um, you know, coming into this, I think nobody, everybody kind of doubted them, even though sitting at four and one, they kind of just played up front, put the pressure on Lamar, caused a couple uh, big turnovers, especially the big one at the end by Thibodeau. And I think, you know, just week after week, he's just showing that he can crowd around these guys in spite of Dan Jones and the little mistakes that he's made, he consistently get wins out of this team. So he's my pick for the week. Nice. All right. Next up, we have MVP of the week. Can I can I co MVP Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase? Jordan, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fine. I, Jamar was my pick. It's okay. <laughs> all right, that's valid. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. Um, they 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 did what they did in college, man. You know where they won a national championship. Um, Joe Burrow hooked up with Jamar Chase twice in this game. Jamar Chase also dropped uh, dropped his one that would have been for a touchdown earlier in the game. But yeah, they did their thing. Um, I know the Saints are very banged up, so I, I don't put too much stock into what they did. But I kind of expected like it just seemed like a homecoming game, and those guys were due, and those guys absolutely balled out today. So yeah, I'm gonna do co MVP uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Um, I also uh, thought Jamar Chase, um, so he, I mean, he was second on my list, um, but since you already gave it to him, I feel a little better about this. I'm going to give it to Matty Ice. I'm going Matty <laughs> Ice this week. That was a big play at the end of the game, a game, you know, winning drive at the, you know, fourth quarter. That was a, that was a big play to Alex Ferris, and we know uh, my, I got Paris cash on the over for uh, the Alex Ferris prop, so I'm going to give it to Matt Ryan, over 350 passing yards today. Um, got the W three touchdowns, so I'm going to give it to Matty Ice because we probably I'd never give it to him on the show again. So no, <laughs> yeah, and like Mike said, mine's gonna be Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, big game, seven receptions, 132 yards, two touchdowns, the big 60 yard touchdown to get the go ahead and get the win for him. Uh, you know, it was against my team, but I can't hate. He showed up, big homecoming factor, and you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yep. All right, last one. What the fuck a word for the week? P, what you got? Uh, for me, it, it coincides with um best game plan for Mike. Uh, it's the Packers for me. Like, yo, what, what, what the fuck was that, man? Like, you're at, you're in Green Bay, which used to be this historical place to play, and you got like guys walking out with cheese heads on their head and barrier sauce guard. Like, it, it's just like, but I mean, no points. I mean, only uh one offensive touchdown scored. By this Packers offense. It was in the third quarter. No points scored total in the fourth quarter. Kind of threw in the towel. I'm um, eventually placed from Jordan Love. But yeah, my my what the fuck, you know, for moment of the week. For me, it has to be the Green Bay Packers, who the special teams continues to be their downfall as well. It's two plus years now I've been talking about this. So yeah, the Packers for me. AP, hey, it's some good synergy because my best game plan was which was your what the fuck. And and your your best game plan is my what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What was that, bro? I don't, you know, I, I, I get what P said, you know what I'm saying? But he talking about covering. What he said about the trend and stuff, he talking about covering. Mm -hmm. The Steelers right. went out right today. This is a bad Steelers team. Mr. Bisky mm -hmm. had to come off the bench today. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. this is bad. No Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, obviously, no TJ Watt. Just what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> Tampa Bay, like, y'all, bro, <laughs> I don't know what that was, man. I, I really don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Saints for mine. I mean, so Jamar gets a 60-yard touchdown. It's like three and a half minutes on the clock. 
We've punted twice the entire game, chance to ice the game. You don't use AK. You don't use Taysom. You punt the ball real quick. Then the punter hits it with his knee and gets a 40-yard point. <laughs> like, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, you kind of were in control of the game the entire time. We went from 10 between two the entire time, and then you just completely shit the bed and blow it. Taron Matthew is stealing money from us. He's stealing <laughs> money. I don't understand. He is a guy that's just playing at home just to collect a check. He's jogging out there. He's not doing anything. And I understand Jamar Chase is fast. He couldn't push him out of bounds. Nothing. He just dies completely misses him. <laughs> that's my pick for the week. They need to get together on that defensive side of the ball real quick before we're looking at two wins for the whole year. <laughs> I'm loving these <laughs> wins. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this Monday night game. We get the Denver Broncos again. Yay. Facing off with division rivals, the LA Chargers. Chargers are four and a half point favorites. Uh-oh. Over under four and a half points. 40, excuse me, 45 and a half points. Denver is 12 and 11 at the spread as a road dog since 2018. 9 and 16 in division games and 20 and 19 after a loss. The Chargers are 8 and 8 at the spread as home favorites since 2020, 9 and 5 in division games and 9 and 5 after a win. All right, Mike, what are we expecting from this? <sighs> I I don't know what to expect from the Broncos on primetime. I I don't know what to expect. Um I'm, how about this? I, I hope, I hope, I hope we get some scoring because, right. <laughs> because I don't, because bro, like, I don't know what's been going on with the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hatt. I, I don't, I don't know, but I would like to see some scoring. Um, I know the Chargers are going to at least give me some. Um, I just hope, I, I would just like to see why they brought Russell Wilson to Denver because he hasn't shown me why they brought him to Denver. So, you know, hopefully we get some offense from both teams and, you know, we have a good AFC West showdown. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I just, I, I'm just hoping for a good game, damn it. Yeah, for me, uh, what, I, what I'm looking forward in this game is um, I, I want to see, I mean, the Chargers have historically been pretty good in division games. Um, I think their last division game was um, – maybe against the Chiefs, but I mean, they're nine and five against the spread in division. The Chargers are uh, since uh, Herbert took the field. So I'm looking for, I'm looking to see that. And then the Broncos can score, but um, also, I mean, the Broncos passing defense is number one in the league. So, um, you know, I, I just kind of want to see how like the ebbs and flows, this might be, a, a you know, definitely, um, uh, you know, a live bet situation as well for me, but I, I want to see how the, can the Chargers continue to do this in division. My biggest, uh, biggest question for tonight. Okay. All right. Last up, our best bets. Mike, what you got? A rock with uh, Corlin Sutton over 68 and a half receiving yards. Kind of going back to the well. Uh, I know me and you, Jordan, we had a bet. We uh, we went with Corlin Sutton week one. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's been having the best chemistry with Russell Wilson, um, the terrible Russell Wilson that we've seen so far. But um, Corlin Sutton has gone over this number. Um four out of five games this year. So I, I, I like that to continue just because he has the best chemistry with Russell Wilson uh, in this offense that has been, you know, so stagnant and anemic. Um, but I think that's a, I think he's a bright spot for this offense. And yeah, I like him to go over a 68 and a half receiving yards. Um, for me, 
Uh, my best bets have not been hitting on this podcast, so please <laughs> just play Jordans and Mike. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers minus the, uh, the four points. Um, it's got a little cheaper. So when I mentioned, you know, it's four and a half right now, but uh, that four and a half, the five that we were talking about earlier, Mike and I, that's on the road. So this is a different number here at home. So I'm going to, even though the Chargers kind of play on the road all the time at home, but I'm going to take the four and a half here with the Chargers, my best bet for tonight. Wait, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, I, hold on. Before you go, Joy, I, I found a better number. Um, uh, <laughs> I didn't even lock it in yet, so that's great. Um, but I, Portland Sutton over sixty-five and a half yards. I got a better number. Just shop around, folks. That, that's the that's what I'm gonna say. Shop around. Uh, so Portland Sutton, we riding with him, man. I I like him up to seventy, bro. So let's let's ride. Okay. <laughs> All right, and I'm taking Austin Eckler over sixty and a half rushing yards. Um, he had a big game last week, and I anticipate they'll keep it on the ground with him again. Like you said, that passing defense in Denver is actually pretty good. So I feel like that's gonna be easy cash for him. All right. All right, well, that concludes another episode. We'll see you guys next week. Yes, play that Jordan prop. Y'all better stop playing. Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs>